Chad and Liv are watching films. Chad and Liv are watching films. Hey everyone, I'm Liv. And I'm Chad. And welcome to Watchlist. Friendly neighborhood reviews from two different neighborhoods. So today on Watchlist, we interrupt this regular programming to discuss the first season of WandaVision. WandaVision! So WandaVision, for those who don't know, is Disney Plus's first attempt at a Marvel TV series. Um, it's slightly different from other Marvel projects. Started, it starts off as a sitcom-style show, and it follows the lives of superheroes Wanda and Vision as a happily married couple in a town called Westview. But things obviously start to get out of hand when you realize that Wanda has actually inadvertently used her magical powers to create this world where Vision is still alive, despite him actually dying in the last Marvel movie. And yet she's trapped all of these real-life people in the process. So Chad, first off, I want to ask... What did you think of WandaVision, and where does it rank in your list of Marvel content? Well, let me start by saying I enjoyed WandaVision. Um, I enjoyed that it, was, that it kind of deviated from the mean of what we've seen from most Marvel movies, to be quite honest, which is very kind of stagnant. They usually follow the same kind of plots, <laughs> which is hero goes through adversity, then overcomes, then it's okay. Um, so I kind of liked that WandaVision, it had elements of that, but not, they weren't as um, in your face as most Marvel movies are, in my opinion. Um, I thought that the the sitcom style and, and letting marvel kind of use their creativity a little bit more than they've done in the past was really cool to see it's cool to see that there are people at marvel who are letting their creativity flow instead of just sticking to the same kind of formula over and over so i really appreciated um that part about it what did you think right yeah i would agree about the sitcom style i think this is kind of the first Maybe the first time you really get to see the folks at Marvel flex their creative muscles and do something different and actually, I mean, you can kind of, you can kind of almost hear the writers like chuckling in the background when they have all these references to old like 70s, 80s, 90s sitcoms and everything. And I thought, I thought it was refreshing that it was so different and that, you know, it wasn't like you said superhero it faces x villain and that's basically the premise of the whole thing it was it was more so an ex an exploration of emotion and an exploration of the character of wanda like disguised as this kind of bizarre sitcom thing and i i really liked its weirdness and i liked that they fully embraced it and yet managed to make it interesting at the same time so I think that the style really worked and overall I did really enjoy it and honestly I really enjoyed it a lot more than I've enjoyed a lot of recent Marvel movies for sure absolutely with like the exception with the exception of maybe like you know Endgame was good 
Infinity War was good. It's I feel like you have to at least call it good, even if you were so so on it, because it's this collection of all of these heroes. There's so much going on. I think that Infinity War on its own was pretty good and Endgame had a nice ending to phase three. So I enjoyed those, but I would say that for the most part, the last few Marvel movies have been all right. They've, they've just been all right. Um, and again, it's I think for me, it's because of that consistent pattern that um, really doesn't change that often, but it did change this time around. It makes me very curious about you know upcoming shows like um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki, I think we've seen from the trailers that Loki is probably going to be a little bit more on the on the WandaVision side of things. You know, a little weird. Loki himself is a, you know, kind of an anti-hero, so it can't follow that same arc that so many movies follow, I don't think. But it'll be interesting to see if, um, if Falcon and the Winter Soldier is received in the same way that WandaVision was just received, because... You know, it seems like more of a buddy cop kind of thing. Hopefully it's, hopefully in the same way that WandaVision was kind of this expose on Wanda, like you said, and delving into her past and why she is the way she is now. I kind of hope we get some of that with Falcon and the Winter Soldier as well, because I think that was one of the brightest spots from the series. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think when Marvel leans on its characters and actually works on making its characters more interesting and and having you know internal conflicts and things like that and like you mentioned Loki like I'm really excited for that series because I think Loki as a character is just so interesting um and he's so unpredictable and I think what WandaVision did really nicely was it it created this character for Wanda for the Scarlet Witch that really wasn't there before I mean before she was just this side character and she she had she was so powerful but she didn't really have any like leading roles in any of the movies or anything and it made her it humanized her more so than i think almost any other character that we've seen so far in like solo marvel movies because it made this whole thing about her her grief and her emotion and and it it also it wasn't like she was the hero the whole time like she was it almost set her up like she was the villain because she was trapping these people in this town. And obviously at the end, she realizes what she's doing and makes the right decision and everything. But she's not morally grounded, really, like the whole time. Like she's just doing things for herself, which I think makes it super relatable because obviously when anyone goes through trauma, like that's how you handle it. And so I thought it was, it was very like, grounded I think in that aspect for a Marvel movie like it wasn't it wasn't like oh here are these superheroes who always make the right decisions and and like always do the right thing even when it's not best for them and everything so I thought that was really cool yeah I think what you said about her trauma was really important because let's think about every Marvel character there's been how much trauma is each one of them going through and how much do we actually get to see, you know, like how much, how much of that internal struggle do we really get with a lot of our Marvel characters? 
I think we get your basic, like, you know, let's go into the past for a, a tenth of the movie that is named after them. And then we'll go right back into what's happening now. But this, like, catapulted Wanda into, from what I've seen among Marvel fans, like, she's she's top of their list in terms of favorite favorite Marvel characters. Just off of this series, I feel like. Because, again, before... You know, she's a side character. Everyone knows she can, you know, do some magic, make some things levitate, I guess, and that's about it. People people knew her for her relationship with Vision more than anything, and um, we got to see more of that relationship with Vision in this, but also, you know, what Wanda, what Wanda is like just on her own. So I thought that was really special. Yeah, and I think it also... I mean, it, it had some nice side characters, too, like the inclusion of Monica Rambeau. Um, and that, I think, honestly made me more excited about future franchises that I wasn't as excited about before. Like, when I saw Captain Marvel, I remember being like, oh, so excited. It's this badass female hero. And then I remember being kind of disappointed with the movie. It was just another formulaic Marvel movie that didn't really feel like it had much to it, in my opinion. And but now with the addition of Monica Rambeau, I'm and I know she's supposed to be in the next Captain Marvel movie, and actually in the comics, I mean I think she becomes Captain Marvel at one point. I don't know if they'll actually do that in the cinematic universe, but um, but I'm actually a lot more excited for that movie now that I know she's in it because I like her character. And I mean also, like Doctor Strange is another one. Like the next Doctor Strange movie is most likely gonna deal with the multiverse, and I think. That honestly sounds more exciting to me than his first movie, which I thought was all right, but I wasn't, again, I wasn't super excited about his first movie, but this made me a lot more excited for the next one. And it makes you, it makes you excited for the next Spider-Man too, because there's no doubt the multiverse is going to play into that as well. I think we're just going to, we're going to have a run here of so much multiverse talk, which excites me, but scares me a bit too, you know, like. Hopefully Marvel knows what they're doing. They're not going to overdo that because it's a it's an interesting element of the story of these characters, but I think you could overdo it. You know, if we get to a point where every Marvel movie is, oh, this character has to tackle the multiverse, it's like, okay, well, what's next? Because the multiverse is, that feels like your hardest battle in a way for me. Like, where does it go beyond that? I don't want to think too far ahead, but I could see that being a problem in the future if they choose to do it too much. But I am very excited for that to be the concept of the next Doctor Strange movie and Spider-Man. Right. I think it it could be easy for them to be like, oh, well, let's just include all the characters. And then it's like cameo after cameo after cameo. Although I would love a good... Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield appearance in the Boy, next Spider-Man. That would be that would be amazing. I do think that it could get a little overcrowded. And at the same time too, like you know, they wouldn't want to steal like Spider-Verse's thunder because Spider-Verse did it first and they honestly did it incredibly well in my opinion. So they they they're kind of treading carefully, I think, when it comes to this kind of thing. And yeah, it makes it I think it makes it a lot more interesting, but at the same time, it is a little risky. But I do think that that's good that they're 
maybe take it gonna take some risks rather than just you know sticking with the classic uh marvel formula but i i do want to ask you actually i wanted to see what you thought of the finale of wandavision because in my opinion it felt more like a, a marvel movie than like the entire series had um like it felt like it almost went back to its blockbuster roots yeah i i would have to agree with that i think I had to take a step back after I, after I watched it because you know we had heard all of these possible um, theories about different characters being introduced, and that got me really excited. And so when that really didn't happen, um, also spoiler, spoiler by the way, like no Doctor Strange, no Fantastic Four, no one that anyone thought might have a chance to come in no real evan peters as the actual quicksilver right just white vision but um paul bettany versus paul bettany he knew it (laughs) he had said in an interview that he was gonna get to work with a character that he was so excited to work with and that was the character most likely and people the whole time were like oh paul paul is teasing that someone is coming and it was just Paul, he, he himself was was going to be there again. Um, but I think um, as much as I was disappointed about none of those really cool cameos happening, um, I tried to reflect on it as, you know, it was, it was about Wanda, and it was about Wanda's story, and that's what was important. I'm really glad that they... I, I'm kind of glad in the end that they chose to do it that way. Um, just because, you know, I think of all I think of all these characters, different, you know, standalone movies, and how it's so easy to just bring in a bunch of different characters to do all the stuff with, and that can kind of get old sometimes. I think so. I was happy that they, from start to finish, they focused on Wanda and made it about her story. But I will say, you know, I, I agree with you. I think it ended much more like most Marvel movies than it was for like eight out of the nine episodes, to be honest. Um, I feel like we, we had the quick resolution, a battle with Agatha Harkless and a credit cliffhanger that to me was not much of a cliffhanger. I guess the biggest cliffhanger from it was she could hear her, her children, um, which leads to the idea that she's, going to somehow get them back and they're going to be a part of her life but other than that you know she was working on her magic i guess she was doing the same thing that dr strange did in his movie when he was trying to learn all the knowledge he could to master his craft but not the cliffhanger that i was looking for to be honest um i kind of wanted some crazier stuff to happen in that finale that didn't happen so I'm tugged back and forth because I, I enjoyed what they did to a certain extent, but I also was looking for a little bit more. I definitely wish that the finale would have been a little bit more creative or um, maybe like mind bending almost like like the rest of the series was. Um, I mean, because I mean, by the time the finale comes, you you know what's happening but I thought it would have been cool if Wanda and Agatha would have kind of 
battled it out like in some more creative way rather than just like blasting each other with beams from their hands like because that's that's just like every other marvel movie you know like using brute force to destroy the other party like i wish it would have been a little more like oh you know wanda's actually at a severe disadvantage so she has to like you know use her head or something to get out of the situation as opposed to her just being discovering that she's all powerful basically and then you know beating agatha to a pulp so i definitely thought that the last episode left me left me hanging a little bit because i i was like oh man here we go it's just like it's it's like they didn't have a cgi fight in the whole series so they had to you know insert cgi fight here at the end to kind of please all of the the Mar- loyal Marvel viewers or something like that. Um, yeah, the Mar- the Marvel viewers who watch Marvel for that. They watch it for that. They watch it for those those classic fights like the one in Civil War where it's like 10 of your favorite heroes fighting each other. How cool is this? Right. It's like the novelty of that for me wears off pretty quickly. Like the first time you're like, whoa, awesome. And then you just see it over and over. Right. Like the very first Avengers movie, I remember being like, whoa, this is so cool. All the heroes are in it. And then, yeah, like after a couple more movies where all the heroes were also in it again, I was like, oh, okay, we've seen this before. And I think Civil Civil War was like a little different. I would actually say Civil War was probably my favorite movie where they're, you know, all a bunch of different heroes were in it and stuff. Um, I think the addition of Spider-Man was just really exciting and i mean that was so exciting because he just came out of nowhere you know and you were like ah there he is (laughs) there he is yeah but i do think that that is what a lot of people watch watch those movies for like the all the badass action sequences i mean it's like in uh endgame when the the moment in endgame when captain america like gets thor's hammer and and like in the theater everyone cheers it's like that vibe that i feel like marvel fans are always looking for something like that and they just had to give it to them they had to give a little bit to them i just i always appreciate the more like intricate storylines and stuff that spins the story in a different way but overall though i mean i think wandavision did deliver on that in its other 8 episodes i mean i think that almost makes up for an average finale. I agree. So I also want to ask, I mean, what do you think this, how do you think this is going to affect Marvel going forward? I mean, do you think that they're going to do more stuff like this? I mean, do you think they're going to do more things like this? Or do you think we're just going to keep, they're just going to keep churning out average content forever? I love the way you say that. Or will it just be average forever? Um, there's a great chance that it will be that it will stay average for the most part. I don't know. I really hope that they take something from this and they they've learned that this kind of style can work for Marvel fans. And you know, like people were so excited to see this show every Friday. Like it had them coming back every single time so i'm really hopeful that it changed the way they look at how their 
normal formula works. That being said, I think this formula really worked for a character like Wanda, who we all know, but we don't really know. Um, I think when it comes to introducing new characters and, you know, down the line when we have like um, She-Hulk or Hawkgirl or um, Shang-Chi, you know, like all these new characters that are going to come up, like I'm afraid that those formulas are going to be the same exact thing as like the first Avenger or the first Ant-Man, you know, like I am, I'm convinced that any new character that has their own thing is going to be made like those old movies. And I don't know if I'm, it's not that I'm upset with that. I'm worried I'm not going to enjoy it as much. I really am just cause how many, how many Marvel movies are there total? Oh God, I'd have to look that up. I mean, there's 20 so plus, many. 20 plus, 25 plus. Oh God. Right. I don't know how many more of those I can do with the same plots you know so that all in all i'm saying that i really hope it goes in this direction of wandavision with the exception for the finale because look i'm just a fan in general of a superhero story that is a little bit more grim and doesn't end in sunshines you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like you know the boys on amazon prime not everything is happy because why would it be these are superhumans making really tough decisions in really high pressure moments it shouldn't be it shouldn't all work out you know mm-hmm. it, it really shouldn't and i'm afraid that marvel will always want to do that kind of thing i don't know what are your thoughts yeah i kind of have a similar hunch that i think that it's going to become a similar thing Like, how we've talked about before, how Netflix just keeps churning out average, really, really average content. But it works. It works for their business model, and people eat that up. And I think Disney and Marvel are kind of doing the same thing. And they're realizing that it works, and they're like, okay, this will make us money. This, you know, keeps the fans happy. Why not just keep doing it? And then, I mean, you get a show like The Boys that just completely turns the superhero trope on its head and is like in my opinion like unique in every way in terms of at least recent recent superhero content and is so completely different from all of the stuff that we've seen or even something like Deadpool that is like not afraid to push the boundaries and yeah it makes me nervous that Disney isn't or Marvel isn't really gonna try any of that stuff even though I think they have the time, they have the money, they have the resources to do any of those things really well. I think I think they honestly are just afraid because they have this audience that they think is that they think they'd get so much backlash for doing something different because everyone is just kept happy by all of these formulaic average projects. Yeah, then that really disappoints the people like us who are just yearning for something different and don't want to see, yeah, another superhero origin story done the same way. I mean, look, I think it will get oversaturated um, as time goes on. I, I can't think of one, you know, movie franchise where 
where that doesn't happen, you know? Star Wars is reaching that point. They're they're getting to that point if they're not already there. And that's that's an issue for them, you know, cuz then they're like okay, so do we have to completely change our direction, you know? They can't I mean they can't really rely on what worked for them in the past anymore. It's it's not working like that. Is Marvel going to reach that point someday down the road if they keep doing this? Maybe. It doesn't seem that feasible now, but I think that's just because we're kind of in the thick of things with it right now. Who's to say Phase 4 will be more successful than Phase 3? Phase 3 had some iconic characters, you know? Mm-hmm. like And some iconic you know, portrayals of those characters as well. That Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, I believe, is the peak of Marvel. I really do. Unless they can prove me wrong. I just, I don't know if they're going to be able to recreate a character like that, who basically started this journey for Marvel. You know, Mm -hmm. there was the Incredible Hulk before. We know how that turned out. Iron Man changed the game for superhero movies and for the Marvel franchise. Are we going to see something iconic like that in this next phase? Does it matter? Hard to say. It could matter, I think, if they keep to the same formula. I really do. Yeah, it's interesting what you say about Iron Man being the peak because and then relating that to Star Wars because that really makes me wonder is Marvel going to fall into that trap of relying on nostalgia too much? You know, like is the next Spider-Man movie still going to be him like trying to be Iron Man or like dealing with the death of Iron Man? Like are they somehow going to recreate Iron Man in the future and then that's just going to be serving the nostalgia just like the recent Star Wars trilogy was basically just serving nostalgia from the fans from the original movies. And, I mean, I know in both of our opinions that did not work out very well, even though it might have kept the fans happy, I would say, the majority of people. Is it fun to see Luke Skywalker once in a while? Sure, of course it is. It, It makes you smile for a second. But then you think, did that add anything? to the story absolutely not we're we're talking about the mandalorian here but did that change the game no no was it really even remotely exciting i would say also no no i would say that it kind of came out of nowhere you know and i think i would have had the same reaction even if it was built up and i kind of saw this force coming and there was a story behind it a reason why he was there (laughs) more than just they set up a signal, and there he was. He, he came. I, I don't think I would have had a different reaction. I think I would have felt the same way. And this kind of gets back into what I what I liked about WandaVision and what I also didn't like. I kind of missed the cameos, but I really liked that it was about Wanda. In that same way, I, I like that The Mandalorian does a lot for Mando specifically, do I miss some cameos? Yes. But then when Luke comes in, was that itch really scratched for me? Not really. In not really in the, at the end of things. Right, because it didn't it didn't really make sense with the plot. I mean, it was so no. it was I mean, I guess you could argue that it was like okay, he was the Jedi that was always going to come and get baby Yoda, but it was such a in my mind, it was such a cop out because they could have had they could have written something where the that main team mando and his friends had to actually 
do something interesting to beat that droid that super droid army but then they it was such a cop-out they just were like oh we'll just have luke skywalker come in and save the day and then we'll just have some some epic lightsaber fights and and we'll call it good and that's the end of the show it just didn't fit it didn't fit at all with the style of the show or the the plot of that season but isn't it just like disney to bring in the hero and just bail everyone out that is that is their formula for any movie that's ever been made truly i think that's also something to look at in the future are we going to see i argue we've already seen a lot of it with our marvel movies but are we going to continue to see disney's hand in these superhero movies which frankly i would really prefer them not to have the themes and whimsy of disney personally that's what i you know for all for all the flops that dc has had in their movies and content i appreciate that they're willing to experiment with some things that are a little twisted not not like just some light show and then that's the end um i just want to see marvel do more of that frankly right and i think the answer to your earlier question will we see disney's hand in all of the marvel things going forward i mean i think we already have and absolutely yes we will going forward i mean they're such a mega media giant i don't see i don't foresee marvel being able to kind of get out from underneath disney's grasp and do its own thing moving forward and i also don't see marvel wanting to do that because they're being because they're so successful right now i mean they have no real reason to want to do that sure well we want we always talk about how we want marvel to do something different but i mean there are also there are also a lot of other projects that are not marvel related or even not dc related that are doing really interesting things like the boys or like umbrella academy even though i know you didn't like that but um but they do exist but i but i appreciate i but i appreciate it for what it is Mm -hmm. so who knows maybe we'll there will come a day where i will not be consuming any marvel content and you know just be waiting for those sci-fi gems that come along elsewhere all right well i think that wraps up our discussion about wandavision i think so too you know i think next time we can fulfill our actual promise of watching another round and then doing another round of this podcast you know this was this needed to be done we need to talk about it just because it is it is it has a grasp on pop culture right now and we frankly we needed to talk about it right we're journalists we need to keep it relevant we're always looking for the next big story (laughs) All right, that is a wrap on our show. We'll see you guys next time.